You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 957, Hippily Shorts. Hey guys. Tracy, we're continuing with our Cape Cod stories. Alrighty. This one is called Ghostly Ooze. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Bet you do. This is the Gaslight Inn. I must admit, it was the name of this inn that first caught my attention. How could a property called the Gaslight Inn not have ghosts? I simply had to find out. When I first called innkeeper Frank Mendola, he seemed a little surprised by my question. But after filling me in on the inn's history, he invited me down for a more in-depth interview. What do you got going on over there, Freddy? Playing with my glasses. <laughs> You're making a racket. <laughs> He's so freaking cute. After seeing the Victorian Inn for the first time, I had a little trouble focusing on the hauntings that have taken place here. The reason being is that the Gaslight Inn is just so beautiful. It's easy to understand why that why same guest returned year after year. For starters, it features an enormous wraparound porch with sweeping views of Martha's Vineyard. Ooh, that sounds pretty. awesome. The large front parlor is lavishly decorated with exquisite hand-picked Victorian pieces. Just off the front parlor, you'll find the spacious dining room with a full breakfast. It's always served on fine English china. Nice. The three oversized guest rooms all have ocean views, and each is lovingly decorated with Victorian furniture and interesting antiques. Here's my thing with places like Martha's Vineyard and places up north. When I think the beach, I always think tropical. But, you know, there's places like up north. I mean, there are plenty of beaches there and, and up in the Pacific Northwest that it gets cold as hell in the wintertime. There's beaches here in North Carolina that get cold as hell in the wintertime. I just, I guess I don't think about looking out and seeing the beach and seeing snow at the same time. Hmm. And like at Martha's Vineyard, that's what you get. I mean, yeah, it's beautiful and it's no, I all swear this I never even thought that. In the wintertime, it's cold as hell and you don't want to go anywhere near the water. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Well, that's what I'm here for. So you say. I did. The end dates back to 1880 and it was constructed by men who built whaling vessels that left port from Falmouth and Woods Hole. The golden age of whaling in Falmouth dates from 1820 and 1865. The Gaslight Inn is now owned and operated by Frank, a retired police officer, and his energetic wife, Diane Mendola, a retired nurse. They're originally from Brooklyn, New York. Diane New told York. Me that, huh? New York. I knew they were just going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Diane told me that it was not long after they purchased the Gaslight Inn that unexplainable ins, uh, events began to take place. The first report came from a gentleman who said that he felt a strong presence while upstairs in the guest room known as the captain's room. This same man said he also saw the figure of a woman at the top of the stairs peering out the window. He said that the woman scurried from the window and then suddenly vanished. He described her as being small, in her early 20s, and wearing a blue dress. Diane asked the guest if he felt any fear and he replied no, but nevertheless he refused to go upstairs. After the incident, Diane started noticing an indentation in the bed in the room where the presence had been felt. Dude, that would so freak me out. Diane said every time I would walk into the captain's room, 
I saw what looked like the indentation of a small person sitting on the bed. Frank also witnessed a strange occurrence. They didn't have memory foam back then. No, but I think there's pretty of memory, memories left in those beds, apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> it said, uh, you made me lose my place. My bad. Frank also witnessed this strange occurrence. He insisted that you could actually see two little buns with handprints on both sides. Buns? Like butts? Yes. <laughs> this happened for quite some time, and then it just suddenly stopped. Probably when they ran out of hamburgers. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Diane said that the day after I initially called Frank and made my inquiries, she saw the same indentation once again, but this time it was on the bed in the room they called the turret room. Still, the captain's room certainly seems to be the most active room in the house. Lights turn on and off without warning. Candlesticks move across the room, and even furniture is occasionally rearranged. Light footsteps, the kind a child or a small woman would make, are sometimes heard coming from the room as well. The Mandolas have even smelled pipe tobacco coming from the captain's room when no one's around. The previous owner informed Frank and Diane that she, too, had sensed the presence of a woman. The owner went on to say that she remembered twice seeing a woman at the top of the stairs staring out the window. She even heard light footsteps as the woman walked away. The most memorable occurrence at the gaslight did not actually happen in the captain's room, but in the dining room. On a certain day, Diane dusted and cleaned the china cups that they're always on display there in the dining room. She knows she cleaned on this particular day because a friend who owns the nearby inn had called her at the time and asked why she was out of breath, and she told her friend that what she had been doing. How hard are you rubbing on these damn cups and shit to be out of breath? Gosh, I know. Are you trying to rub a genie out of it? Yeah, make a wish, bitch. The next morning, Diane came downstairs for a cup of coffee, and when she walked in the dining room, she could not believe her eyes. The china that was on her server and the wall behind it were covered in a thick, brown, sticky ooze. Ooh. Almost like molasses. What in the heck? I bet she was so mad. Diane said the cups were stuck to saucers, and the saucers were stuck to the server. The wallpaper and the mirror behind the server were drenched in the syrupy mess. She been drinking. Diane called to Frank and said in an accusatory tone, Frank, what did you do here? He said, I didn't do anything. At the time, the inn was vacant, which only added to the mystery. You know she did not say it like that. Frank, get your punk ass down here. She's probably like, Frank, get in here and bring some pancakes. <laughs> Go sop up the syrup. <laughs> Diane quickly grabbed the phone and she called the friend that she had spoken to the day before. Both the friend and her husband came running over. This can't be. You just cleaned all this up yesterday. I was on the phone with you yesterday while you were cleaning, exclaimed the friend. Diane thought it was also strange that whatever the ooze was, it cleaned up remarkably easy without even leaving a stain on the wallpaper. I wonder if they tasted it. I don't know. Fortunately, Diane and Frank felt the spirits that haunt the gaslight in are benign and meant no harm. After nine years, you just get used to it, I mean. You just accept it, said Diane. Well, it reminds me of a story, and I can't remember the place, but we we did a place where, uh, I 
think I think it was the hotel up in Canada, the Banff uh, Banff Inn up there. But I remember there was a story that they had some important people coming in for a meeting, and the lady went upstairs to check in the conference room because they had had it all set up mm-hmm. and all the glasses were out and all that. And then when they went back in, there was like some kind of a, a goo or something all over the table there that they had to clean up. Um, how embarrassing. <laughs> but I, I do remember there was another situation where it was in a hotel where the conference room, it had some kind of a strange liquid that they couldn't figure out what it was. That and is nobody wild. had been in there. That's wild. I think I would have had to taste it. That's... No. I want, wouldn't you want to know what it tastes like? No. Or maybe smell it? Smelt it. Smelt it. Smelt it, you dealt it. <laughs> Speaking of which. Mm. That's right, we're giddy again. What? No, you dealt it earlier, and I'm, ugh. I'm still having hallucinations. We had a nice lunch today with Carrie Kennedy, the pet We psychic. sure did. It was very nice. She's a sweetheart. She was very nice, and she took us out to lunch. Very nice. It was very nice to meet her. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. All right, we're out of here. We'll talk to you tomorrow for the last one. All right, bye. Hey, guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.